you something, guys. Have you ever heard that Fufa Ji got offended because he missed the evening snacks as he was in a fair which floor it was being served at? Or your sister missed attending to a few of your friends as she was not aware that they've already arrived at the venue? Don't know about you guys, but mine was definitely a big headache. Weddings in India are actually a big fat affair with almost everyone having lots of expectations from the host who themselves are already bulldozed by never-ending things to manage and thus bound to forget a thing or two here and there. Hello everyone, I'm Nupur Koran. I'm back with another exciting story of two budding entrepreneurs who prefer to call them couplepreneurs who thought, let's try to solve this problem with technology after being a victim to this on their own wedding. Please welcome with me, Miss Rishika and Mr. Navam, the couple behind Wed Haven. Hello, guys. How, how have you been? Hi, everyone. We are good. Thank you. How are you doing? All well, yeah. Thank you. And glad to have you with us today. Likewise, our pleasure. Yeah. Perfect. So for those who don't know you yet, why don't we begin by getting to knowing you more? Maybe Navam sure. would like to take a lead. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm not I'm not exactly the most interesting person in the world. So I've, I've been born and brought up in Delhi. And, uh, you know, I've, I'm a techie at heart. I spend a lot of my time, you know, learning technology, doing stuff with that. And uh, personally, I really enjoy uh, OTT shows. You know, they're all the hit nowadays, but I've been watching them for a while. The most recent one, Harshad, was actually quite nice. I really enjoyed that. Um, apart from that, the most fun thing I've probably ever done in my life is I did CrossFit for four years. Uh, okay. So that was a lot. So if you want to talk weights, you can always come talk to me. Definitely, because I personally enjoy and have heard a lot about CrossFit. So maybe offline we can have a chat for sure. Definitely. <laughs> what about you, Rushika? Why don't you tell us something about yourself as well? Sure. So I'm an engineer at heart and I love solving problems and challenges. I was basically born and brought up in Agra, where I went to an all-girls convent school, which I love, by the way, but he somehow makes fun of me for it. Uh, other than that, I really love computer science. Uh, so it was during middle school that we were introduced to the subject and I simply fell in love with that. And it was during sixth grade, actually, that I decided I wanted to pursue my career in computer science as well. Um, other than that, I love traveling. Costa Rica is my absolute favorite place in the world. And mm -hmm. I'm a big Disney fan. Olaf is my all-time favorite character. Okay. And what about cooking? I hate it. Me too. Me too. So guys, that's an interesting pair. I'm sure on the cooking end, I am totally with you, Rishika. And an interesting <laughs> pair, a techie, a studious person, a combination of uh, travel, uh, traveler, health freak. I think uh, we'll get to know more you, uh, more about you and it's going to get more interesting as we go further. So guys, before we try to know about Red Haven and the story behind it, why don't we start with your story first? Uh, you guys started off as two strangers, then went on to become a couple and now you're a couplepreneur. So tell us something about how did it all begin? Sure. So, you know, as I had mentioned, I, I already had my heart set on computer science ever since my middle school. So I came to NOIDA to pursue my engineering. And that's where I met him actually in a computer science lab, to be honest. <laughs> and since then, you know, we soon became friends, started working on a lot of fun projects together, started hanging out. 
and that's what took us to the next uh, step in our journey we went on to pursue a masters in computer science uh, mm-hmm. followed by a job in silicon valley and it's all been great so far yeah yeah and then uh, you know we got married and everything while we were at job uh, so after completing about 5 years over there uh, you mm-hmm. know we had this thinking again you know we always wanted to do something of our own uh, but back in our college days we decided you know let's get the experience first let's go out there and you know be in the industry let's build something right so that's what we ended up doing and after 5 years we were like you know it's a great time now in our life to you know jump back into uh, our dreams and you know see mm-hmm. if we can actually make it a reality you know so that's how we went from being a couple to a entrepreneur and then you know we took it forward that way yeah that's nice and uh, i think it is a, like you just mentioned that you guys thought through uh, thought through it and decided that you know what let's take up uh, let's go through some experience uh, in the corporate world before getting into this so that's really sounds good because i keep on hearing a lot of uh, uh, these things nowadays that people or group of friends just discussing about a startup and suddenly they think that okay let's just quit our job and go and get into it not realizing that it's not all that easy once you get into it so guys tell us something more about your stint in the silicon valley i'm sure like me the viewers are a little bit curious over there sure so it all started at a career fair during our college uh, in us and uh, we were looking for internships and we came across a company called chegg Uh, yeah. which luckily for us soon converted into a full time role as well uh, it was a really small company back then but now it's a leading company in the edtech space um, so being a relatively of a smaller size when we joined it it gave us ample opportunities to learn and grow both professionally as well yeah. as personally uh, we did pretty much everything from front end to back end to networking operations analysis you name one thing that is required for a tech company and we pretty much learned it all yeah and um... just a fun fact over there so she got her full time conversion uh, while we were at internship and i got mine one month after pursuing my boss saying hey you need to give me a full time role so that i can stay with rishita so uh, i had to pursue the job as much as i had to pursue her so yeah. <laughs> that's interesting and uh, i think uh, this uh, platform or this organization definitely gave you that uh, cushion or i should say uh, that sandbox wherein even if you're falling or faltering on something you do not hurt yourself indeed learn something in a more constructive manner so good i uh, that's nice uh, to know that you landed up at such an organization so guys you were already living your great american dream which is still a dream for a lot of indians if i have to put it that way so it really needs a very strong motivation to leap back that dreamland of silicon valley and move back to india so what exactly was your motivation was it the passion for entrepreneur uh, was it the passion for entrepreneurship or it was something that you were just keen on solving problems and you just jumped the wagon in that case yeah so uh, you're right in saying you know silicon valley is a great place you know uh, not only did we learn a lot over there you're always exposed to great people Uh, you know mm-hmm. all the founders and all the big tech companies and it's not just technology it's you know how you market how you business you learn a lot you, there's a lot of seminars and everything going on all year round right and uh, you meet a lot of interesting people you could run into the ceo of like airbnb uh, at a cafe that happened to us and even at our job as well we built some great connections and great friends for life uh, yeah. 
whom we are still in touch with and we consult with on a daily regular basis as well yeah so it, nice. it, is, it is it is correct to say that you know um it is a great place it's it's, it's very hard to leave right and uh, it certainly wasn't an easy decision it took months of contemplation amongst us with our close ones and everyone yeah and um, if if we are looking for like one of the reasons we felt was we just felt like we were at a good place in our life where you know we had a, a nice five years plus experience under our belt uh, you know and we also had experienced uh, you know in our sense we had experienced working with so many different people from different aspects we felt ready that we can jump in and you know take up this uh, role of trying to build a company out of it right so it it just felt like a good yeah. time right um, and so uh, makes sense yeah. makes sense makes sense and uh, i would say that um, it's good that you guys got so much of exposure uh, got to see so many facets of the corporate career or i would say the corporate life and i'm sure it would be proving to be one of the building blocks in your current journey so moving back from a comfortable lifestyle to a new journey filled with challenges wasn't there any resistance from your family i should say your respected families or were they pretty supportive of this whole idea definitely yeah of course there was resistance cause you know no parent wants their, uh, their children to risk their well settled lives we had a good paycheck we had a good lifestyle we had a good jobs so everything was just very uh, comfortable uh, and of course our parents didn't want us to risk all of that so uh, they were resistant at the beginning for sure but you know we started talking to them we started uh, throwing out our ideas at them discussing with them keeping in touch with them a lot more often and uh, you know uh, soon they started seeing our side of the story as well and soon from resistance uh, they converted into uh, our you know strong pillars and our strong support system yeah. and they were ready for us to move back here and support us as much as they can yeah definitely you know uh, and and frankly speaking for anyone family is the thing that will be you know the most supportive as well as the most resistive to these kind of changes right I so uh, yeah apart from that everyone else was uh, well a lot of them were funny uh, some of them were like oh did you get fired trump ne nikal diya kya and what not kind of comments <laughs> but uh, you know those were all fun it's the it's the family that matters in the end yeah, yeah. no i totally agree uh, in an indian setup or i would say even otherwise if you are living a good lavish life and suddenly you call it quit and come back the first thing everybody is going to ask is uh, did you get fired even not that did you quit so that's something very common and uh, i think so it would be safe and right to say that for you guys your pillars of strength have been your parents uh, even though they were resistant initially but then eventually that gave into your desire of starting off with something of your own so yeah. let's come to red haven uh why red haven out of multitude of problems one can look into tell us something more about it sure so you know most uh, startup ideas arise out of one facing the problem themselves and uh, this too started with our own story yeah. uh, it all began at our wedding back in 2014 and you know uh, navam's best friends missed our barath Okay. Uh, because there were a lot of weddings that day in the city, and apparently they went to the wrong one. Yeah. So we recently, actually, quite recently, <laughs> found out from another person with them. Hey, uh, these guys were dancing in a different uh, barat. Oh. <laughs> like, them a while to realize it's not the right barat, then yeah. they ran back to the venue and figured things out. But it was, it was, it's quite a funny incident. I hold over them, you know, probably for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, sometime later at another friend's destination wedding that we went to, uh, due to some confusion about the driver, we were stranded at the airport for a couple of hours because apparently he was supposed to come pick us up first and then another passenger and some chaos happened there. Uh, then finally, we managed to reach the resort and we found out that there had been some room swapping. Our room had been given to someone else. So the functions had already began, but we were we still kept waiting at the reception for another hour and a half or so. Uh, then finally, we managed to get our room. We dressed up, went to the ceremony, and uh, another ceremony was uh, happening very soon, another half an hour or yeah. so. So we just decided to take a quick nap because we were really tired after our long journey. And then, but we just couldn't because the hotel staff kept knocking our door, ringing uh, phone bells about uh, high tea beginning, lunch ending, and such things on and on. Yeah. And, things. you know, uh, being engineers, we were like, these things are so easily automable in today's day and age. Yeah. Um, so we, and several such scenarios we faced as guests, as hosts, and our friends' weddings, relatives' weddings. And these are things that are really solvable by today's technology. So we decided, why not? Let's take the plunge. And we dived right in. That's nice. And I would say I can so very well relate to it because uh, my wedding, there were so many things uh, which were going haywire, my sister's wedding, my friend's wedding, just like you mentioned. So I'm sure, I'm sure. And um, I think I, I won't steal the thunder as we uh, move further. Uh, we'll definitely like to know more. Um, so tell us guys uh, about your industrial roles at the organization. So understood about Bed Haven. And trust me when I say this, really glad you looked into it. So how are you guys organized as far as your organization is concerned? So uh, in a manner of speaking, uh, she's the brain and the heart of this operation, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm more of a supportive personality over here. No, he's truly the backbone on which it's all laid. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> so, um, but if we go into the specifics, right? Um, I'm, I'm there taking care of the technology aspect and uh, she's taking care of the finance and the marketing and the business aspect of it, uh, mm -hmm. which involves a lot of uh, talking to third party folks or partnerships talking to customers and everything like that. Uh, combined, we kind of take the decision on where the company is going uh, as a whole, like what the vision is, what is our roadmap, that's what we're deciding upon, right? Um, and apart from that, we have a few uh, wonderful people we work with, right? So do you wanna? Sure, yeah. Uh, we strongly believe in finding the right people while building up something, cause you know, that's like the basic structure on which everything is laid out uh, eventually. Um, so we did struggle a lot in finding the correct folks for our team. Um, it took months of efforts in interviewing several people, uh, but eventually we found great folks. Uh, Kasturika, she is our lead designer, uh, and she doesn't just stick to design. She uh, gives us product ideas, gives us feedback, uh, comes up with her own ideas. And Gaurav, he's our lead developer, uh, gives us all technological suggestions. We should pursue this framework or we should uh, go with this tech stack. And, you know, both of them are really great folks who come up with their own ideas and uh, uh, give us uh, suggestions whenever, if we are going a little amiss or yeah. things like that. And, and they own the product yeah. as much as we do, which is the wonderful part about it. Because, uh, you know, they, they don't just do the work we tell them to do. They're, yeah coming in with their own feedback, which has actually been very helpful for us. Yeah. Right? It, it uh, gives us confidence in their abilities and their ability to think of this product as their own. And uh, it also helps us move forward with other ideas and decisions. So it's, it's, it's a fun group of yeah. And as of lately, uh, we have a small marketing firm also whom we work with, and they are also very proactive in trying out various avenues for 
increasing our reach, increasing our brand awareness. That's nice uh, because startups aren't easy. And um, if you've already managed to have a close-knit team, and as you rightly mentioned, uh, they own the product or they own the responsibilities, I think that's already half battle one because to have somebody who is sharing your baby just like their own, that's really commendable. So uh, tell us something uh, more about the entire hustle you went through to narrow down onto the live services uh, for your app uh, before going live, if I have to put it that way. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, when we began, we only had an idea, right? We ran into a bunch of problems. We were like, hey, these are problems. We think we can solve them. But we still wanted to validate, right? So as just about anyone else, you know, you go to your family, you go to your close friends and your close circle, right? And you discuss the idea, you know, you uh, pitch it out there and see what people think. We got some good feedback from there. There were, you know, there was definitely a room for improvement in the idea that we originally had, uh, mm -hmm. which we started taking and collecting. Uh, yeah. Soon after that, actually, what we started doing uh, was we started working on a survey. And it was a very simple survey. It wasn't very complicated. It was like, hey, uh, it's about Indian weddings. What's working? What's not working? You know, and what kind of technology have you been uh, using, if any? Right? Kind of very simple three-point survey. And we started floating it around into a much larger circle. Right? While all this was happening, what we were also doing was essentially we were doing uh, market research, so competitor analysis, um, you know, and all the nice MBA, you know, stuff that uh, people like to talk about, you know, how is the market? Is this, does it make sense to go into it? Are there too many people in it? Uh, you know, and if there are other people, what can we do to one of them, right? Kind of that kind of analysis. So that was uh, the initial research phase for us, uh, you know, while all, and it took time, frankly, speaking. like it wasn't like something that was done in 15 days. It yeah. took a good part of, I think, two to three months just to get every, that, uh, get that detail. Um, once we had all that information, uh, putting together a roadmap was actually quite simple, you know, because you got feedback from people telling, hey, these are the X number of things that don't, that don't work. Uh, then you go look at it and you're like, hey, uh, so these 10 things we can do almost immediately. Then the next 10 things need some time and things. Are, so we started creating a roadmap out of it. right? And that roadmap is also the one we still use. Yeah. Uh, we modify it from time to time, but that's, yeah. uh, you know. The basic outline stays exactly. the same. Uh, and I think the next really hustle that we went through was hiring the folks that, like we talked about, hiring the right people is, is a challenge uh, and, you know, it's worth spending that time. So we probably spent another two months looking for these, uh, you know, Costa Rica and Guaro as our initial team. Um, yeah, and, th and that, that was the beginning of, you know, like once we had the team together, we started putting the product uh, together uh, and, you know, launched an MVP and all. Oh, that's lovely to hear. And uh, I can definitely say this word confidence. Uh, having my own background with research uh, for almost a decade now, having done good research or spending good amount of time knowing your customers and what exactly they want before trying to create a product that they would like to use is actually the best thing that you can do. And it's sort of in a way you've already won the battle. Uh, to an extent, because you are, you know what your customers want. So that's really great that uh, for your organization as well, you spent good enough and a tangible amount of time in getting to knowing your customers, their pain points before actually launching the product. So guys, uh, while making the product, uh, I agree, it's a momentum stars. So getting, or okay, making the product is one big hurdle, if I have to put it that way. But getting or taking it to the customers is another challenge altogether. 
So why don't you share with us uh, the story behind your first client? Coming from sales, I can totally correlate uh, to the fact that sales is not easy and getting the first client is all the more a bigger challenge. So how did you approach them? How much convincing and persuasion it took with them? So tell us something about that. Sure. So, you know, uh, while we were in our market research phase, soon the wedding season in India followed, which is, you know, this October to Jan, Feb session. And uh, we, being in North India, we used to receive a lot of wedding invites of neighbors, friends, cousins, relatives. So earlier we used to be a little bit hesitant in, att in attending each and every wedding, but having uh, decided upon this venture, we went to each and every wedding, started approaching friends, friends of relatives, relatives of friends, and every other person we came across and uh, started pitching our ideas to them, floating our thoughts. Uh, we did receive a mixed response in the beginning because, uh, you know, some older people were not so uh, welcoming to the idea, but the younger generation seemed a lot more responsive. So it was during uh, one of these weddings that we went to and we came across a couple called, uh, we came across a couple, Aditya and Shirisha based in Noida. And they were hosting a destination wedding in November very soon. And they seemed very receptive to the idea and were all in to try it out. So we tried out our, we did our pilot run with them. And it turned out to be a huge success. All of their friends and family who tried it out really loved the app, the concept, and gave us some really positive feedback. And uh, we were really happy with the response. And they were too, actually. Wow. Getting uh, a positive feedback with your first client, I think that's really very encouraging. Uh, and I think these two guys just became your lucky charm to get the thing started. So you did mention about the extensive research you did before actually uh, plant, taking the plunge into this wedding space. But as we speak, the space is already cluttered and there are some really successful wedding planning uh, apps and organizations who are providing similar or somewhere competitive products. Uh, but when I read through your uh, offerings, it was more towards wedding management, which is quite unique in itself. So what would you say? How does it complement or support a common father versus a wedding planner? Maybe if you would like to just shed some light over there. Yeah, so uh, you're right. Uh, you're correct in saying this is a very uh, saturated space. There's a lot of good players out there. We're doing a really good job, right? Um, but as you mentioned, we aren't you know, trying to replace a wedding planner. That's not our goal. It's a wedding management tool. You know? And uh, as much as we cater to uh, direct to clients or B2C, we also cater to the wedding planners themselves. So when it comes to B2C, I think we checked around 27%. Yeah. yeah. So around only 27% of the people actually hire a wedding planner, right? Oh. So there's a huge mm -hmm. people out there planning their own weddings, dealing with everything and, you know, managing and probably very stressed out, right? So that's where our B2C sector comes in and that which you'll see in our, reflect in our application also because we made it as simple as we could. A lot of time was spent uh, making it um, easily usable, easily understandable and the aim was to try and hit as big of an age group as we can, you know, just mm -hmm. so that, you know, even our parents and above them can actually understand it. So we have been testing the application out that way, right? Um, so that's the B2C sector and a lot of the features you'll see are always helpful over there. Now coming to the B2B side of it, the, the wedding planning side of it, uh, what, what's happening is we are seeing interest from a lot of planners uh, who have seen the app and tried it out and they're like, hey, this will help us optimize our own workflow. You know, this will help us uh, do our job in a more efficient manner uh, and maybe with less help or less number of people involved. That way they can, they can scale better, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, uh, we are in talks with um, a wedding planner just 
budding out of Bundelkhand, right? So uh, they're from Bundelkhand. They want to, you know, market it, market it as a big wedding destination. And, you know, they are really looking forward to using this application as a way to scale uh, really quickly and, you know, be able to deliver a lot more weddings. So it's, it's working in favor of both sides. Uh, and, you know, we are working on features that cater to both of them, uh, not just one sector. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I even saw, Navam, uh, that you've got some paid packages uh, available. So how many trials uh, did you actually uh, go through before deciding, okay, these services are going to be free of cost, and this is something for which I would like to charge? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so we've always, had, we've always had a freemium model in mind, that is, you know, where we'll offer certain features for free, because uh, ultimately our goal is to make everyone happy. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, not everybody can afford a service. So there are certain uh, basic functionality which is available for free and has been ever since the launch and will continue to do so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then on top of that, we have certain paid features uh, providing advanced functionality, uh, so like group management where, you know, you can create certain groups, tra uh, track uh, guests RSVP status, uh, uh, add uh, co-hosts to share responsibilities and a lot more things like that. Um, okay. So we've always had this notion in mind that that's how we uh, devise our business model. Yeah, and that's nice. And, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. and adding to that a little bit. Um, again, our aim is to help all sections of the society. This is not something that we want to keep to a niche or just a sector, right? Um, again, our model is simple. Uh, let's make weddings fun. Yeah. Right. So it should be fun for everyone. That's what we thoroughly believe in. Yeah. And uh, also, we've been experimenting a lot with the prices as well. And uh, that is something I think we'll continue to do so based on the dynamics, the demographics, uh, the age group of the people, and a lot more things. So that is something that we'll keep uh, playing with a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, we have two sections. One is free and one is paid. That's wonderful. And I would say that uh, since you have the offering for the entire mass out there, it would give you a lot of feedback that can help you ameliorate the things as you move forward. So that's really nice. And uh, I'm sure this ensures that everybody uh, available or out there can try to enjoy weddings for a change instead of it being only a headache for the organizers. So guys, um, if you just take 2022 perspective, COVID has impacted the wedding businesses big time. And it may not be a very lavish affair for a moment or at least for a couple of years. So do you think all the more digitization might be a new trend out there. Uh, what type of responses you have received for Bed Haven during these times, especially? Because with a lesser number of guests, do you see that this would be a challenge uh, or it would actually lead to a more scope of personalization for the people who are taking your services? Um, it's been a mixed bag, uh, actually. So you're right, digitization is a new trend, which has sort of come in our favor, because, you know, up until now, people were not really responsive to digital technologies for everything in their lives, and especially mm -hmm. wedding management, because uh, that had been such a manual and laborious task up until now. Either you have hire a wedding planner, or you do everything yourselves on pen and paper. Uh, okay. So yeah, digitization uh, sort of has been a blessing in disguise for us in that aspect. Uh, however, uh, you know, uh, we've seen uh, some varied responses to our app during this time. Uh, with uh, the guest size being a little small, people have been a little bit uh, towards the edge for using it because, you know, it's just family members and you don't really need uh, a lot of service to manage your own uh, close family members. 
Uh, but you know, people have been smart in uh, creating groups for certain functions. So they've been creating a lot of uh, 50 sized uh, several functions. So you know, they have uh, some gates separately for 50 people and then an engagement for a different set of 50 people. And the app has proven to be really useful in that aspect. Uh, they've used the app to manage all of these separate functions for separate guests. So that has been sort of a good response that we've seen so far. And uh, just to add that a little bit, in general, we have seen an increase in queries yeah. just to understand the application a lot more during this period, which again goes back to the point that, you know, people are now looking for digital solutions, right? And uh, that has been actually pretty nice because we get to talk to a lot of customers that way and understand their needs and, you know, try to cater to them. And we've also actually used this time to increase our user base, increase our brand awareness, grow our presence out there. So, you know, when it's the right time for the big fat weddings to happen, we are right there in people's minds. I think, uh, so uh, one adage that comes to my mind right now is, if you throw lemons, not always, uh, that's a challenge. You can always make a lemonade and use it for your own advantage. Um, so that's exactly what clicked to me the moment I heard how you have used this particular situation to your advantage. Uh, but one quick question over there. What about virtual weddings? Any plans over there? So that's an interesting question. It's been something we have uh, debated and you know decided upon that it's not something that we want to get into just yet. Uh, there are a lot of good uh, key players out there already doing this. And uh, by the time we believe we'll get capable of uh, catering to that need, uh, it probably won't be that uh, needed anymore. But what we have done instead is we, instead of uh, providing a solution ourselves, we provided an option to be able to provide uh, links and uh, other information regarding virtual weddings directly in the application itself. So you're still able to share all this information, update all this information via our application, uh, but you can use any platform out there, whichever one you yeah. like. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's actually a good way because it's better. I have my own niche and I would like to be the best in my niche instead of trying to compete with the already uh, good players out there. So that sounds pretty sorted, uh, if I have to put it that way. Um, so with this, guys, we move towards the final questions of today's conversation. Actually, two questions. So first, I would say uh, you are young, vibrant, were in a very comfortable state of affairs in the Silicon Valley, and still decided to get back or get into entrepreneurship. What would your advice be for all those out there who are equally passionate, but somewhere they are too skeptical to take the risk? So something you would like to share with them? Any tip? Uh, I would just say keep that passion alive. Uh, if you really have a burning desire towards your goals, just keep it on and believe in yourself. Because, you know, failures are inevitable when you follow something new. So just keep rising from those failures and learn from them and keep growing and just don't worry about what will come next. Just keep your passion alive and go for it. Yeah. And uh, to add to that, actually, uh, keep a strong support system. Uh, whether it's your close friends, your family, you need them uh, from time to time when you're going through the rough patches and you need that uh, you know, confidence from them. Right. Uh, apart from that, network. Networking is very important uh, in our world. Uh, you know, you need to talk to everyone. And it's not, when I say network, I don't just mean, you know, the CEOs of other companies or any other big, uh, you know, big people. Uh, what you also need to do is you need to talk to your customers. It's very important. I cannot stress that enough because uh, they are the people you are trying to build this product for. If you don't understand their point of view, it's, it's, you won't be able to sell it. Right? It won't make sense. We have learned so much. Yeah. We uh, take time out explicitly 
we talk to the customers we call them back and one thing worth sharing over here is uh, your uh, our conversion rate is much higher than the conversion rate of anyone we hire to do the same thing right because mm-hmm. we can explain the product in a way that you know it's it's different it's yeah. much better yeah uh you know what just to add to this i would like to share one more uh, thing so i uh, during my growing up uh, days i came across this adage and it really suits your journey and your message so well that life is a battle that don't always go to the faster or the stronger man sooner or later the man who wins is the man who thinks he can with that note guys i would just like to say thank you so much it was really lovely having this conversation with you and with this we come to another end of another interesting uh, story and i must say one of the stories that i can relate maximum with i wish you guys would have come a bit earlier nonetheless <laughs> to all those watching this episode please have a look and share your feedback with these guys that would just ensure that the product out there for us would be much better and at the face of it looks like an amazing concept and you never know it might be just what we all need to make our weddings much better not my wedding but maybe someone in our wedding <laughs> so uh, eventually the base notice marriages are meant to be or meant for having fun and only memories so with that definitely thank you again thank you for being uh, with us and really wish you all the best for your future endeavors thank you so much and thank you so much for having us as well yeah and uh, if at any point anyone has any question anything to discuss wedding related or not uh, you know business related or not even crossfit related you know <laughs> yeah. you can always reach out to us and all our information is on the website yeah. so feel free to do that anytime perfect